Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your Chief Security Fanatic here, and today we are once again talking about LastPass, because if you're on, still on LastPass, why? Why at this point? They are a total disaster, and I swear to those people who told me back in August and then December the same thing, that they were being transparent and, and, and they had it under control, are you still in that camp? Because I wouldn't be if I were you. I really wouldn't. We now have an understanding of what they meant back in August when they said that they had a zero-knowledge approach to security because apparently they have no knowledge of how to run a security program, especially remote work or bring-your-own-device policies as well. This is absolutely crazy. Now, there have been multiple publications that have written on this, but I thought Dan Gooden of Ars Technica had a really excellent write-up on this, so I'm cribbing heavily from him and paraphrasing Dan. Excellent job on this. You should go read his article on Ars Technica. But here's what happened, because yesterday, this past Monday, LastPass said that the same attacker that hit them originally hacked an employee's home computer and obtained a decrypted vault of, of, of basically that's available to only a handful of LastPass developers. Now, although this initial intrusion, as I mentioned, uh, ended in August, specifically August 12th, uh, LastPass officials basically said that the threat actor, quote, was actively engaged in a new series of reconnaissance, enumeration, and exfiltration activity, end quote, between August 12th, that quote-unquote end date, through August 26th. In that process, this threat actor was able to steal actual valid credentials from one of LastPass's senior DevOps engineers, and that gave them access to content uh, of a LastPass data vault. And among other things, that vault gave them access to the, share, the shared cloud storage environment that contained the encryption keys for customer vault backups stored in Amazon's infrastructure. That's right. They basically were working off of this home computer uh, as a senior DevOps engineer for a password company, and they essentially had keys and, and access to things on that home computer that an attacker was able to get through. And how they got in is absolutely ridiculous. But to quote LastPass from their, from their notice, this was accomplished by targeting the DevOps engineer's home computer and exploiting a vulnerable third-party media software package, which enabled remote code execution capability and allowed the threat actor to implant keylogger malware. The threat actor was able to capture the employee's master password as it was entered after the employee authenticated with multi-factor authentication and gained access to the DevOps engineer LastPass corporate vault, end quote. In other words, he got hit through his home computer through a, a basically a third-party piece of software that was not obviously approved by LastPass, but this dude was using it at his house, and here we are. Now, this hacked DevOps engineer was on, one of only four LastPass employees, apparently, that had access to this specific corporate vault. And once in possession of that decrypted vault, the attacker basically exported the entries, including the, quote, decryption keys needed to access the AWS S3 LastPass production backups, comma, other uh, cloud-based storage resources, and some related critical database backups, end quote. That is a huge Huge problem. Now, yesterday's update is about two months or so after LastPass issued a previous major update for the first time that said that, contrary to previous assertions, the attackers did indeed obtain customer vault data containing both encrypted and plain text data. LastPass also said uh, then that threat actor had also obtained a cloud storage access key and dual storage container decryption keys, allowing for the copying of customer vault backup data from the encrypted storage container. 
This is just reinforcement of a confirmation that your backups were hit, or, or excuse me, your passwords, and because they were in the backups, were hit. Now, the backup can data, data contained both unencrypted data as well as you websites URLs, as well as website usernames and passwords, secure notes, and form-filled data, which had an additional layer of encryption using 256-bit AES encryption. The new details, though, explain just how this attacker got the encryption keys. Now, yesterday's update also said that the tactics, techniques, and procedures basically used in the first incident were vastly different from the second one, and so it wasn't initially clear to them that they had two different things going on, that it was actually one uh, one attacker. During the second incident, the threat actor used information obtained during the first one to enumerate and exfiltrate data stored in that Amazon infrastructure, aka your information, LastPass customer. Now, According to a person, <clears throat> again, this is from Dan Gooden of Ars Technica, according to a person uh, briefed on a private report from LastPass who spoke on the condition of anonymity, the media software package that was exploited on the employee's home computer was Plex. This is like a, basically like a, like a freeware online streaming uh, kind of platform software that you can integrate into uh, devices. I do not use it for the record. Uh, I tend not to use these things <laughs> for obvious reasons. Now, interestingly enough, Plex reported its own network intrusion on August 24th, just 12 days after. After that second incident uh, commenced for LastPass, that breach allowed the threat actor to access a proprietary database and basically steal password data, usernames, and emails belonging to about 30 million or so customers. Plex is a major provider, as I mentioned, of streaming media services that allow you to stream movies, games, all that kind of stuff, and you can build on-premise media servers. It's not clear, though, if the Plex breach has any connection to LastPass. Representatives of LastPass and Plex did not respond when Dan Goodman of Ars Technica reached out to them. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is a company that has started in August basically saying, oh, well, you know, we we have zero knowledge, uh, you know, of these kinds of things. They were not transparent from the very beginning. That throws up flags. What on earth did zero knowledge mean? And now we know it basically meant they have no knowledge of security controls. If you're working from home. This is why remote worker policies are so important and so unbelievably uh, needed to be enforced. Like, you know, when I'm working from home, I have segregated networks. My work computers cannot physically talk to smart televisions, IoT devices, anything else, uh, you know, inside of my home network. It's completely isolated. And so if one of my smart TVs or whatever gets hacked, it will not affect uh, essentially my, my work computers because there is no physical cable running between any of them. They're on separate infrastructure. You can also create virtual lands and like all this other stuff not to get technical on you but the point is is that when you are dealing with something as sensitive as password data because your company literally is a password management provider which makes you one of the most targeted companies in the world because if I can break you I get everybody and LastPass just proved that I get everybody's password this is what we're talking about so make sure that if you're working from home you've got good isolation you know don't let your kids use your computer check the software that you you're running isolate these things because if you've got like a plex server running in your house attached to your television why on earth does it need to talk to your work computer isolate these things spend the money talk to your boss whatever you've got to do but but for LastPass to be doing something like that that is utterly utterly ridiculous they could have issued company equipment they could have run isolation software on it to protect it even more from the plexes and other iot devices in your home and they simply didn't do that this is basically 
underscoring a lack of security controls in their environment. And uh, just given the level of hit that they had in their corporate production and now home user environment, it is absolutely insane. It is unconscionable to me. And this is why nobody, and I mean nobody, should be on LastPass ever again. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. Just don't send me your passwords. I'm going to send them to Russia. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private, which is not possible if you're a LastPass customer. Thanks, everybody.